Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to, I don't know what we're calling this. I feel like we're calling it technology classes. Um, <laughs> but well, we need to come up with a unique you know, name for this, some kind of Friday a, a with Matt Volbricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure that there is actually a name. I've just forgotten what it was. But <laughs> um, that we once again have Matt Volbricks from the, oh, my gosh, Oh, I know it. It's J T T T J, right? T T J. The tech juggernaut. There it is. And you're going to be talking to us about Apple Maps today. I am. That's right. Yes. Um, I know. I'm really excited to to learn about that. And um, I think that there's with the advent of all this GPS and the accessibility of these things, it's definitely a huge interest, especially once we really all start exploring more (laughs) once again. So um, without further ado, Matt, it's all yours. All right. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much once again for having me. Welcome, everybody. Super glad to be here. Super glad to hear some familiar names, some of our students from our classes. You know, we offer free help sessions every week. Uh, and we're going to share more about those with you later on today before we close. But we're excited to see some of our students here. Uh, also excited to have Trainer Rita with me. I don't know if, if Trainer Cliff is here yet, but uh, we may ask uh, to unmute Rita and Cliff at a later point in time. Or, or uh, I don't know if anyone else from the team is joining. But uh, we're going to get started. I'm uh, thrilled to talk about Apple Maps today because Apple Maps is one of those those apps that I think probably does not get the credit that it deserves, especially in the community of visually impaired users, because you think to yourself, well, I'm not a driver. I don't, you know, um, I don't need maps. Well, as it turns out, there's a lot that we can do with Apple Maps. And even now, some of the walking directions in, in some places are very useful to those of us who can't see. I'm not going to be in a vehicle for, you know, probably obvious reasons or or multiple reasons, maybe Uh, just not convenient at this particular moment. And we could have signal issues depending on where we're going, you know, typical stuff like that. So I can't show you necessarily the, um, the turn by turn in action, but I can show you how to get to it, what leads up to it. And I am going to talk about what we can do with Apple Maps, especially with business searches and using Siri and uh, just sort of what the interface looks like. Now, you know, one of the really awesome things about Apple Maps is its integration with every other aspect of iOS or iPad OS. And of course, that's one of the things that Apple is so good at and so well known for is how tightly everything is integrated. And so it becomes really powerful we can add directions to our or or an option to get directions will appear when we have calendar events show up but we can add time to leave alerts uh, to the calendar based on current traffic conditions and all sorts of things like that so it's a really fantastic implementation now before we get into apple maps i do want to point out uh just a couple of things here um 
there are, of course, multiple Apple devices that have Apple Maps, including the Mac. Now, we're not going to demo um, Apple Maps on the Mac today, but we do have an iPad here. And, of course, the iPhone has Apple Maps. iPhone is probably the most likely device we would think about using with Apple Maps because we're going to be out and about, right? So we're going to be in a car, we're going to be walking, and we would want to use our iPhones. Now, those folks who can drive sometimes use the iPhone with CarPlay, which is Apple's in-car system, whereby you connect your iPhone by USB, or now there's some cars that support wireless CarPlay. And the infotainment system of a person's car actually displays the uh, screen of your iPhone where it is safe to do so. It's in a uh, hands-free capacity where Siri is the primary focus and the way you interact with your phone. And you do only have the apps that are considered to be safe or helpful for uh, in driving situations. You know, So you're not going to have YouTube on the screen of your car, right? You're going to have, you know, the the Apple Maps app, of course, that we're talking about. You're going to have music. You're going to have messages and phone, but those will be spoken to you verbally. If you get a message, the, the you know, Siri in the car will read those to you. So it's a, it's a wonderful implementation, and Apple Maps works great with CarPlay for those people who can see and who want to use it. For us, of course, we don't need to connect to the car. We can just use Apple Maps on our iPhones. Now, I want to talk really quickly about Apple Maps on the iPad. A lot of times I get the question, should I buy a Wi-Fi only iPad or should I buy a Wi-Fi plus cellular iPad? Now, I actually used to buy the Wi-Fi only iPads because I thought to myself, well, most places I go, I'm going to have Wi-Fi. And even if I don't, I can use the hotspot feature from my phone. Well, about two years ago, I started buying cellular or in other words, Wi-Fi plus cellular iPads. And it's completely changed my view on the subject to the point that I have stated now that I don't think I would ever buy an iPad without cellular connectivity anymore. One of the reasons, of course, is how easy it is to add contract-free data plans. And there's a whole lot of stuff we're not going to get into today because it's not relevant to Apple Maps. But the reason that I bring this up right now in conjunction with the Apple Maps discussion is because while it may seem for some people kind of silly to use Apple Maps on the iPad, you may want to know that you have that option. But here's the caveat. Turn-by-turn directions in Apple Maps or any GPS app will only work on an iPad with cellular capability. The Wi-Fi-only iPad actually lacks the necessary GPS hardware. It does not have a GPS chip in the Wi-Fi only iPad models. So if you ever do intend to do any kind of voice guided navigation on your iPad, or if you even want to know that you at least have the option to do so, you've got to buy a Wi-Fi plus cellular iPad. Even a Wi-Fi only iPad that is connected to Wi-Fi cannot do turn by turn directions. You've got to have that cellular capability because that's the only, um, model that has the GPS chip in it. And that applies to any iPad family, whether it's iPad 7th generation, iPad Pro, or iPad Air, or even the Mini. So make sure you keep that in mind if you are shopping for an iPad and you want to be able to do this cool stuff with turn-by-turn on the iPad for some reason, you definitely need to have the Wi-Fi Plus cellular models. Now, 
Apple Maps is a very powerful app. And for those folks who can see, it offers some really neat features like hybrid satellite views, and it offers um, the look around feature where we can actually view any city that's supported in the United States or in the world, and we can look at the landmarks and the attractions and all sorts of things. And Apple Maps has been completely overhauled here in the United States to show rich landmarks so you can see lakes and buildings and things like that on the screen of your device in Apple Maps. Now, along with that have been some enhancements that help those of us who are visually impaired. One of the key things that this has really helped with is walking directions. I have been told by several people that walking directions in Apple Maps are very useful now in the overhauled Apple Maps. Apparently, the entire continental United States has received the update with all of the enhanced landmarks, the enhanced topography, all of that that I'm referring to. That's been rolled out slowly, and now it, it is apparently in all 50 states, uh, or, or maybe at least all of the contiguous states. Anyhow, don't, don't hold me to that 50 number, but I, I believe it is. The uh, initial statement from Apple was that that was going to continue after the United States. It was going to continue in other countries. Now, I don't know how that was affected by all of the COVID stuff. I don't know if it was delayed because of that. I've not heard that, but it's just something to keep in mind. If your country hasn't received those updates yet, that may be the reason. And, and you know, hopefully it's still on the way. I know that uh, a few months ago, some folks from Canada said they had not received it yet. And because they had not received it, the walking directions were not very useful. When that change, when, you know, that when that's rolled out, uh, then supposedly the walking directions are significantly enhanced and very useful to those of us who can't see. As far as a way to tell when the rollout is completed, I don't have an answer for that. I suppose it wouldn't hurt to try contacting Apple support to ask them. You could contact a, a sighted family member or friend or coworker who can look and see a definite obvious difference in what they're seeing in the images on screen, the maps on screen. And of course, you can also visit websites like Mac Rumors, Apple Insider, 9to5Mac, or even ttjtech.net, our own tech juggernaut website where we do report stuff like that uh, pretty often. So that is the enhancement uh, which allows for walking directions to be very powerful. But I also want to talk about some other useful things that we can do with Apple Maps, and then I want to demo some of them for you today. And of course, we'll take your questions. Now, I would like to first talk about business searches. One of the neatest things, and I'm going to demo this for you in a few minutes with Apple Maps, is that we can search for a place, an address, or even a type of business. So I can search for a specific business by name, Olive Garden, Pizza Hut, um, you know, nationwide insurance, whatever I want to search for, I can, I can search by an actual name. I can also search for an address, 482 Cherry Street, uh, you know, whatever I want to do. And I can search for a type of business like Mexican restaurant, for example. If I type nothing in the search box, I can also find nearby results and filter them by category. Things like food, shopping, gas, hotels, and due to some of the recent insanity, even COVID-19 testing and treatment. 
Now, one of the other things that I can do once I search for this is I can pull up the actual business place card, which again, I will demo this after we discuss it. And the place card for the business has, at the very least, it's going to have some photos. It's going to have the address, phone number, and website. And it's going to have the option to get directions. It'll tell me how long it will take to get to that location, and I can get directions immediately and start navigating. With a lot of places, there's also a section called useful to know on these place cards. And what that gives me is that's going to show me things like, if, for example, uh, one of my favorite examples of this is to look at restaurants. When I see a restaurant, I can see things like, is it good for kids? Do they offer delivery or takeout? Do they accept credit cards or Apple Pay? Um, do they have Wi-Fi? Do they have outdoor seating? All of these kinds of things can be included in the place card of a restaurant. Now, Apple Maps gets its data from a lot of different sources. And so it can vary exactly what you see uh, from business to business, depending on what they've supplied and, and who they're working with to supply it. But typically, you're going to see these types of things. Some of them even will show you their reviews on Yelp or even possibly a menu. Now, if you are wanting to really enhance your Apple Maps experience, there are a couple of extra apps that I would suggest that you download. You don't really need to use Apple Maps, and we're not going to demo those third-party apps today, but I do just want to tell you, and if you're taking notes, jot this down, because these are free apps, and they're mostly accessible, some better than others, but they're good enough that you can get by with voiceover using them, and they do really enhance the Apple Maps experience and take things to the next level. So those are going to be the Yelp app, okay, Y-E-L-P, Yelp. And Yelp in and of itself is a business search and, and kind of um, local business app, but because a lot of the information in Apple Maps for place cards is supplied by Yelp, you can often go to the next level by opening the result in Yelp. And the Apple Maps app will sometimes even display view in Yelp on a place card. And so this is a great way to, to sort of see more information about the particular uh, business you're looking at. Another app that's very tightly integrated with Apple Maps is OpenTable. OpenTable is a restaurant reservation app. And Open Table will, again, sometimes appear in Apple Maps and say, you know, you can use Open Table to make a restaurant reservation. And best of all, it works with Siri. So you can ask Siri to make a reservation for you at your favorite restaurant. Another app that's useful to have, and the last one I'm going to mention right now, is the Uber app, okay? Because we know Uber is a ride-sharing app. Now, you may prefer Lyft, and that's fine. You can download Lyft. Uber or Lyft, both of these are integrated. And what this is going to do is allow you the option instead of driving or walking to your destination of choice that you search for, you can actually get a ride from Uber or Lyft. And again, you can use Siri. You can link this with Apple Maps. So there's lots of options here. Now, one of the other things I'm going to advise is that you explore your Maps settings. And you can do this by actually opening up the Settings app on your iPhone or iPad and then opening Maps. And this is where you can make driving directions when you're not the driver. So we're sitting in a vehicle. 
We're totally blind. We're not driving. But we can assist someone else who is driving by looking at the screen for ourselves, as it were, right? We can hear the turn-by-turn guidance. But in between the guidance, we can also tap on various things on the screen, and voiceover will tell us about how far we have to go. And so there's a very practical use for that second aspect of Apple Maps, not just the business searches, but the turn-by-turn directions. And so I will give you a practical, uh, personal example of this. Uh, a few years ago, um, my wife and I had taken our kids to a, uh, an indoor trampoline park, and we were on the way home, and it started pouring down rain. And we were not in our actual, not really our home area. We were in my, where my parents live. So we were on our way back to their house. And we know the area pretty well, but we weren't 100% sure of the best route to take to get back to my parents' house. And so we put in the address of their home in Apple Maps. Well, as we're driving along, as I said, it started to just downpour. And it was nighttime. And my wife was struggling to see in front of her because of the rain coming down so hard. Using Apple Maps, I was able to tell her by tapping on the screen that the the next turn or the next road that she needed was coming up in, let's say, for example, 100 feet, then 50 feet, then 40 feet. So I was able to tell her with a great deal of precision when she needed to turn. And using that in combination of what she with what she could see, it was really helpful to her. So that's a lot of fun to do that in Apple Maps. And you can see that with every, every single step about how far away it is. And you can also see the, the total time that remains on your trip. And of course, this is based upon current traffic conditions. So it will automatically be altered if the traffic conditions change or if you stop somewhere. Not only that, but if there is a significant amount of traffic, Apple Maps will reroute you to a way that will save you some time. Now, another great feature of Apple Maps that I'll show you here when we start the demo is collections. Now, I already mentioned to you that we can easily look up business information from local businesses or anywhere, really. And collections allow us to save that business information If I want to, I can add something to favorites, and that becomes one type of way to keep track of the the favorite places. But I can also make individual collections for any activity, city, mood, or just about anything else. For example, you're going to see when I demo this that I have a collection of favorite restaurants. Now, that's restaurants in my own area that I really like, and I have those listed in there, and I continue to add to it. I also have a collection. I think it's called Recreation. We'll find out in a couple minutes, but I think that's what I called it. And it has like a bowling alley and movie theaters and those types of places near us. Now, I also created a collection called Disney Trip because eventually we're going to go to uh, Disney World. We've delayed that a little bit due to all the insanity this year um, because they uh, are not oh yes my, my daughter is right here and she wants to tell you <laughs> tell them why we're delaying our trip so we heard that this year there wouldn't be 
the full trip. So the full experience. Yes. Because they're not going to have what? They're not going to have like where you can sit down and eat and like see the characters. You're not going to be able to do that. No parades. There's not no cat. Parades. No right. Right. Most of the rides are going to be closed. So in a, in an extremely rational, very mature decision. My daughter, who has never yet been to Disney World... I've been waiting for four years. But she decided that she'd rather have the full experience. She'd rather wait until we can actually have that experience. Me too. So <laughs> we are going to do some other fun things, but, and we already are. But we have this Disney trip collection right here in Apple Maps. And what that's going to do is, as we, as we come up with places in Disney World or in the Florida area, hotels, whatever else, that we want to see, we add it to that collection. So that when we go to Florida, we have the collection of all those places. And if somebody's coming to visit our area, I can create a collection of recommended places in my area and share it with other people. So these collections are shareable. And so you'll see when I demonstrate it, but it's such a useful feature. And speaking of sharing, the last thing I want to talk about right now before we go into demo mode here is ETA sharing. ETA, of course, estimated time of arrival. I can share my ETA with anyone I choose, and they will automatically see where I am and when I'm anticipated to arrive. And if I decide to stop for a coffee at Starbucks on the way, it will update them and say, hey, they're going to be a few extra minutes. Now, this is done by using the the turn-by-turn directions and then choosing to share the ETA. Or you can actually choose uh, an address and save it to a collection, and then you can turn on ETA sharing for that particular contact or that particular person so that any time that I use turn-by-turn to navigate to that person, it automatically shares the ETA. And if they're an Apple user, they're going to get a notification and they'll say, you know, Matthew has decided, has shared his ETA. He's on his way. He's expected to arrive at your place in an hour, you know, whatever the case may be. And because they're using Apple devices also, they can actually see that on the map. And it's very, very useful. So as you can see, there are a lot of features here that are very helpful. And I think what we'll do is we'll start to demo them. Um, then, I'll, then I'll take some questions. I know normally we do a couple rounds of questions, but I think it really makes sense to do a demo here before we take any questions. Hope everybody's okay with that. So I'm going to find maps here. I'm going to turn up my volume. It's available. Maps. Nope. Maps. Search for a place or address. Search field. Maybe. Double Same tap to time. edit, swipe up or down to select a custom action, then double tap to activate. Now, where I landed, by the way, this is on my iPad because I'm using my phone in Zoom. Um, where I've landed is in that search or on that search field. I'm not actually in it yet. I would have to double tap to open it. But it's a search field. And again, it said search for a place or address. Just to show you to its right. Dictate button. Favorites. See all. Button. Home. What work. Okay. Home. One hour, 45 minutes, button. So that's my home. And, uh, of course, I'm actually visiting with my parents at the moment. So that this is the favorites collection. Home, 
work ad button. I don't have a separate work address because most times I'm working from home unless I'm traveling to actually go to clients' homes or businesses or what have you. So it, it says add here because I could add a work address if I had an office or whatever. Mom and dad's house, close by button. Yep, it is close by. I'm there right now. And that's listed as their house. I mean, it has their address in there, but I've nicknamed it. That's in favorites. Add button. And there's an add button. So I can add more stuff if I want to. Collections. Adding. Now here are my collections. See all button. And there's a see all button, which means I'm not going to see every one of them right now. Uh, there's more than it, it shows. I think it's going to show me three. Favorite restaurants. 13 places. My places. Four places. Important locations. Two places. Recently viewed. Adding. All right, and then we go to recently viewed. So that one recreation one and the Disney one, if I went here to see all, I would be able to find it. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and do that. Oh, and by the way, I can even see the, the weather. Uh, I just accidentally touched that, and I'd, I'd have to find where that is again. I think it's after all this. But let me. I want to hit see all first here. Collections. Adding. Close. Button. Favorite restaurants. 13. My places. Important locations. Two places, recreation, five places, Disney trip, one place, all places, 24 places, edit button. And I can edit that. So that's what I have so far in my collections. Again, you can open any of those up and you can, like if I, favorite restaurants has a lot of different choices in it. If I open that up. Places that favorite restaurants, 13 places, close button. There's always that close button to get back because we're going deeper and deeper here. Sort by date added button. Houses, steak and see house, steak house, Bedford. Now it's giving me, and it says it, it even says it had. Okay, let me let you hear that whole thing. Houses, steak and see house, steak house, Bedford, three and a half stars, 49 reviews on Yelp, price, two dollar signs. So I get a lot of information there, and I can, if I use the rotor, I can remove it, I can share it. Share, activate. Okay. There's all these different restaurants. Olive Garden, Mike's Place, Mandy Joe's Best Way Pizza. You get the idea. And so any of these I want to find more information about, I just double tap on it and it will bring up its place card. Now, another thing is when I'm looking at my list of collections, I'm going to go clear back to the main list where it just had a few collections. But I just want to say that I can share the entire collection from the rotor as well. So I'm on favorite restaurants. Card control, vertical well, I was on. I'm sorry. I accidentally tapped there. This is uh, the the bottom of the screen, which has the card controller. Right now, it's half screen, so you can adjust the size of the card that overlays the map. That's your business place cards and stuff. You can swipe up or down to increase the size, and there's the settings button. But I want to go back up here to the top of the screen where I was uh, – Looking at these collections here, and I'll go over to show you favorite restaurants. See all favorite restaurants. And if I swipe up and down, remove, share, activate. See, so we can share that collection, the entire thing, right from there. Now let's look at the search field. If we double tap, I've got to go back to the left to do that. See all favorite. Search for a place or address. Search field. Search field is editing. Search for a place or address. Insertion. And I've just found search for a place or address. I've double tapped so that I can type. And I also want to show you that before I type, if I swipe to the right. Dictate button. Cancel button. Recent searches. Now, these are things that I have recently searched for. And there's a clear button. Clear button. 
and I can see the kinds of places that I searched for. And then if I go to the right of that, it's that nearby section. Search nearby, adding COVID-19 testing, fast food, restaurants, food delivery, groceries, gas stations, pharmacies, hospitals, urgent care, pizza, banks, and ATMs. You get the idea. I can double tap on any of these to automatically filter the list and search for those kinds of places nearby. And of course, they've been sort of modified because of the COVID stuff. So you heard a lot of medical choices there, but you also heard food delivery, restaurants, banks, you know, they have all these kinds of things. And I imagine it would be different uh, depending on the area that you are in as well. So if I'm in this edit field, and I just want to search nearby, I don't even have to specify the place if it's nearby, and we'll just search for something really, really simple. We'll search for pizza, and we'll, we'll go ahead and hit go here. Pizza. 30 found middle dot. Okay, there's 30 places found. Edit search button. I can edit the search. Close button. I can close the search. Claysburg Pizza. Pizza. Greenfield. Now it's listing these places that it that it has. And what's interesting is I'm looking where these are. Okay. So what's really interesting here is it it, it actually it actually made a liar out of me is what it did. I need to go back because I need to uh, I need to turn the tracking on so that it will uh, it will allow me to update this with what is current and with me. It's it's um all right, we'll double tap on tracking. It's just to the right of settings. Tracking off tracking on. Alright, now that'll update. And that'll show where I'm actually at now. Now, you know, Siri would know where I was at. But I, I just, okay, now it's, it's got me exactly where I should be. So we're going to go back to search. And we're going to, um, we're going to do it again here. Let's see what we got. Yep, it's updated now to show me locations right near me. So I just had to turn on the tracking. Uh, again, Siri would have known where I was anyway. But I, I, I also could have specified a city. Right in my search field, I could have said pizza and I could have said, you know, Chicago or, or, you know, Newark or whatever city I'm in. But here I actually was able to just turn on the tracking and now you'll see the results are updated for where I'm at. Edit search, close, brother Josh pizza, pizza, 1.2 miles, four stars, 36 reviews on Yelp price, dollar sign. And that's a really good pizza place. Two Brothers Pizza, Tonino's Pizza, Pizza Hut, Domino's Pizza. You hear these different choices. So let's say we want to go to Brother Joe's. We actually had that yesterday. It's really good. Double tap. Or was it the day before yesterday? I don't even remember. All right. There's a close button again. Close button. Everything has this close button. That's like your back button. But the reason it's a close button is because if you could see, you would see that there is a card that is overlaying the map. Remember I described the card controller to you before. There's a few apps that do it that way. Voice Memos does it that way. And, uh, the, of course, the Maps app. And I think there's another one I'm forgetting that's really obvious. But the, what happens is that you want – oh, I think it's Voice Memos that does that. You want to be able to see the map at the same time as you're seeing the business information. And so the business information overlays the map in a card form, and I can adjust – the size of the card so I can take it full screen if I want to and it, it 
it's sometimes it's beneficial to voiceover users to do that. Uh, you just swipe to that card controller and then use the rotor and it'll say expand or collapse or whatever, you know, but basically this allows a sighted user to continue to see the map while they're looking at the card. So now we have the card. Brother Josh pizza, pizza middle dot 2.0 miles, 4.0 36 on Yelp middle dot dollar. <laughs> Directions, eight-minute drive button. There's my directions button, which we'll demo for you. And that's an eight-minute drive. Photos from Yelp link. Whole bunch of photo, photos. There's probably 10 or 12 photos. I don't even know how many there are. Yeah, lots of them. And then I even have this choice. More photos. Open Yelp link. See, so I can open Yelp to see more photos. And I have the Yelp app already, so that would work. Call button. There's a button to give them a call. Add you button. I can add it to... A collection. Share button. I can share it. Address. And it reads the address to me. And then if I swipe to the right again, phone plus one. It reads the phone number to me. Website brotherjoshpizza.com. I didn't even know they had a website, but okay, there it is. And I could double tap to open that up in Safari. Let's go to the right. Report an issue button. View menu. I can view the menu. Yelp food delivery and services. View them on Yelp. Useful to know. Apple Pay button. Parking available. Yes. Kid friendly. Yes. Delivery. Yes. This is that kind of stuff I said to you that you'll see in the useful to know section. The very first one was they accept Apple Pay. That's also something I didn't know because uh, my parents ordered it yesterday and we had it uh, delivered or, you know, so there was, uh, but now, you know, if you go there, they do accept Apple Pay. And there are these different choices that you heard, not choices, but different uh, little tidbits of information that are useful. It's kid-friendly. There's parking available. Delivery, yes. Takeout, uh, good for groups. See if there's any of them that say no. I don't think so. And then here's what people say. Open Yelp button. Five stars. I have been eating here off and on for over 15 years. Subs are always excellent, and so is the pizza. All at very reasonable prices. Keep up the good work, Joe. Five, KP, four months ago. And I agree with that. And that's four months ago. So that's these are reviews on Yelp you can read that are integrated right into the Apple Maps app here. Now let's go back and say I want to actually get directions to Brother Joe's. So I'm going to swipe to the left a whole bunch past all these photos. And then there was, or no, I think it was to the right of the photos. Yeah, no, it is to the left. Here we go. Get directions. It says eight minute drive. Directions, eight minute drive button. To Brother Joe's Pizza. Now let's look what we have. We go to the right. From. From. My location. It's going to be from my location. I can double tap to change the start or end location. Close button. There's that close button. We always need to know where that is. Eight minutes. 2.0 miles. Eight minutes. Two miles away. And it even tells me the fastest route here. Details button. Double tap. Now there's a details button. And listen. Details button. Double tap to show each trip segment. Double tap to show each trip segment. So if you want a list of your directions, if you want to see those directions before you start out or any time, I can do that. If I want to say, hey, what, what way is it going to take me? And what, you know, how long is each step going to be? I can double tap on that button again. That was just to the right of the thing that said 8 minutes, 2.0 miles. It's just to the right of that. It says details. And that's the button we're going to double tap to show each trip segment. Now, if we go to the right, go button. there's the go button. And that's actually going to start navigating. If we continue to the right, we have options here. It says driving options. 
and I can also report an issue. If I keep going to the right, selected drive button walk button transit button settings button tracking off button. so i can i can change this it's selected for driving but i can also choose walking or um public transit and i don't i probably didn't turn on i bet i didn't go into settings on this device and turn on the uber integration you got to go to settings and maps to do that and i bet i didn't do it on this iPad because um, it's a pretty new iPad and I probably just didn't think about it. But uh, it would also, I think, give me that as a choice if I had turned that on. But driving is selected and that's what we're going to pretend that we're actually going to do. So we'll go back to the left and hit that go button. Go button. Now listen here because you will hear the first direction spoken and then it'll obviously stop because we're not driving. Starting route to Brother Joe's Pizza. Head southwest on Tampa okay. Drive. Then turn left onto Yankee. So it's reading the, it, the first step to me. And now if I look at the screen, I have tap for overview. Start on Free River. It tells me Start. what it just said. Start on and then Yankee it tells me left turn. left turn. And it tells me right now that my arrival is arrival 344. 344. Seven and seven minutes. Seven minutes. And here's the card controller. Card controller. Minimized. Adjust the size of the card overlaying the map. I, I told you about that card. If I swipe up and down. Expand. Collapse. Activate. Okay. Right now it's minimized. Why? Because we brought up the directions now. So the, the card, the business place card, is minimized at the moment. 2.0 miles. And there's the, the, the information. And then over here. End button. There's an end button. All right. And that's how we can end the, the trip, which I will do. End route. Double tap again. And then I get close. back to the close button. Pizza. Pizza. 30 found I can close this. Button. Search for a place or address. And I'm back to my search for a place or address. So this is um, an example of how we use the, uh, the, you know, the navigation and how we use the business search. Now, I will also point out, if I, if I choose uh, one of these things in favorites, like here's my, my parents where I have the ETA sharing, and I want to see if I can remember. Okay, it says, where did I find that? Okay, it's in favorites. And so because I have an address in there, I have the choice of creating a new contact or adding to an existing one. I can add a business to associate with that address, report an issue. And down here at the bottom are... Oh, um, the, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess that's it. The settings, which I can choose to customize this. You can also see. Tracking, rain, 75 degrees, air quality, 40, good. You can also see weather, current weather conditions at the bottom of this screen. In our settings are, uh, choices for maps, for transit, for satellite. It gives me the option to turn on and off the track, the, the traffic information. Um, and let's see if there's anything else. Just, just basically reporting issues if you have any problems at a missing place. So all of these options are available to us, which make it possible to improve the, uh, you know, the mapping experience. And again, if I'm in the... Um, if I'm in the directions screen, I can 
Uh, oh yeah. Now notice here. Here's something interesting. It's because I uh, I double tapped on directions to their house. Well, I'm already at their house, and so it tells me by default that I should walk there, not drive, because it says uh, it says I'm I'm a hundred feet away. Well, I'm actually in their home, but I guess I'm a hundred feet away from what it considers their official destination. So uh, all of these all of these things are available to us and really do provide a very robust experience. Um, now, I want to, uh, I think what I want to do actually uh, is just to point out one other thing, and then I want to see if uh, if Rita has, I don't know if Cliff joined us as well, but if either of them have anything, and we're going to open it up to questions. Um, I, I just want to point out one other thing, and that is that you can use Siri to do a lot of these same things. So I can ask Siri, you know, I can say, uh, I'm, we use pizza as an example. So just to continue with that, I can say, I'm looking for a pizza place nearby, or I can say, I'm looking for a good pizza place, and it will then sort them by rating. And Siri will come back with, hey, you know, I found Brother Joe's Pizza. It's two miles away, and it gets four stars on Yelp. Do you want that one? And I would say yes. And then she would tell me that she can call or get directions. So a lot of these things that we're doing in Apple Maps, we certainly can also do other in, in, in other ways. And, you know, one of the most important ways being the use of Siri. Um, we can also do it with Spotlight Search. But I think, you know, probably Siri and Apple Maps are going to be the two most common ways that people would do that. Now, let's see if um, Rita or Cliff or I don't know if anybody else from the team joined us, but I, I know that Rita's there. Um, if you guys have anything you want to comment on or add on what we just talked about. Um, excellent demonstration, Matt. So we may need, um, we may need Rita, you, you and, and Cliff, if you're there to raise Matt, your hands you so that they can easily find you to unmute Matt, are you, you able quickly. to hear me? That would probably be a helpful way to do that. Oh, Rita, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, so, yeah, so Matt can't hear me, but you can hear me. So I have a little concern. Do you have a way to contact him? Uh, yes. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute for just a second. Okay. okay. <laughs> Cindy, I see that uh, you're unmuted. Hey. Hi. As long as we have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm listening. I'm like, oh. Um, so I just thought I would jump on and just share something that has been added to the uh, schedule for tomorrow night. Uh, we are going to do what I am calling Saturday Night Live. Word Palm. Word Pong, an interactive game. So if you are into like game shows, this will be like that. We are going to use the webinar platform and we'll be pulling people up from the audience who want to participate. And we will be playing a word game where you just have to name as many words as you can back and forth in a given category that you, you uh, will choose an at random and it's going to just be a lot of fun and we just want to have a good time with it so uh and uh people who win their first round will go to a second round and so on and i think it's going to be a fun time so i hope you'll decide to join us and also don't forget about joining our facebook group the acb community facebook group lots of great interaction taking place so and thank welcome, you. Welcome back, Matt. Yes, you're so good with the commercial <laughs> okay. break, man. There you go. 
All right. I'm out of here again. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Hopefully he hears us. I know. Okay, Matt, there should be something on your screen. And then Rita, I, I am can hear you perfectly. You. Can you hear me now? Yes, so much better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your patience there. I don't know what happened, but uh, no problem. We so got it. We got it. it worked out. Yes, I said, oh, yeah. Rita, you can contact him, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm here too. <laughs> yes. All right. Awesome. So you, you were able to hear everything I was saying then, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So Rita, did you have, I don't see Cliff, but do you have anything to, you know, to add or to supplement here to what we were sharing so far? Yes. Um, excellent demonstration, um, by the way. Uh, oh, good, okay, good. What, I, what I would suggest when a lot of blind people hesitate to use this maps app because it's such a visual thing and they see sighted people using it, you know, and it's a very visual environment. Um, the, the default settings, how maps is set up when you first, you know, open the app, it's, you usually want to keep those settings where they are. It's usually set to driving, um, you know, and it's got English, you know, for where you are, you know, they've, they've got a lot of the default settings. Correct. Um, I would suggest when you first open the maps app, what happens is, is the screen is in half. Uh, half of it is this card overlay. Okay. And it's showing you streets, there's an actual map at the top half of the screen. So the bottom half of the screen, so when whoops, hang on. When you want to when you want to find some place, when you want to get to that search, okay, touch near the middle of the screen and then start swiping right or left to get to the find a place, search for an address, do a one finger double tap to get that edit field to open up. Um, and that's especially to, important on the iPhone. Uh, yeah, it's especially important on the iPhone because on the iPad, it seemed to default to that search field, but on the iPhone, it may not. So you definitely, you're correct about that. Yeah. Correct. So, so a lot of times when uh, people have been taught how to use their iPhones, um, a lot of times they've been instructed, well, just start flicking and you'll find it. Okay. But if you do that in a lot of, you know, iOS 13, uh, applications when you, if you just start flicking you'll be flicking forever and you're not sure exactly where you are because you're so, actually seeing the map so you could flick all correct. the way to new jersey from kentucky i mean you, flicking, <laughs> you get some you know <laughs> correct so you have to a lot of times it's a really good idea touch lift away so so you're so you have, you know, some orientation to where things are in the screen and um, adding things when you find a favorite place, adding something to a favorite is a, just an amazing uh, option because then you can get people back there. It, it is phenomenal how many sighted people have no idea where they are. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're disoriented themselves. <laughs> and <laughs> we, when we use Apple maps, when we're in a car with someone, we can tell them, you know, what's coming up, how, what the next turn is, just like Matt demonstrated uh, previously. Um, so it is extremely handy for us to use these this Maps app. Um, I would suggest when you get to a place that you hit that end button 
um, and that you know, I I'm kind of compulsive, so I always close my maps out um, when I'm done with it completely. You know, at the end of the day, I use the app searcher and I close the maps just to make sure that it's not continuing to search uh, and drain the battery. And um, I, I'm not nearly as compulsive as her, but I definitely do. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> do. <laughs> I definitely close out each screen of Apple Maps just so that when I do go back into it, I'm at the root of it. And as you saw, it didn't update. Like I said, if I had asked Siri where I was, it would have told me and you know revealed my current address to everybody. But it, when I was in the Maps app, my search results were still showing sort of closer to, I don't even think they were exactly in my hometown. It must have been somewhere the last time I used them. And so all I had to do was turn on that tracking. It doesn't stay on, but it, it turns on and it allowed it to update to where I was. And then when I did the search result, the pizza places were exactly correct. So if you ever get into Apple Maps and you do a search for something and it doesn't appear that the the results are actually near you, that's what you need to do. Yes. So it's it, it's the more you learn this, the, the better you'll get at it in terms of muscle memory and negotiating the app. Uh, it is it is a wonderful tool for us to use as blind people when we're with sighted people because <laughs> it is just amazing. Like I said, a lot of times sighted people just they don't know where they are, you know, and or they're visually looking at something and it's confusing to them. And we can say, hey, 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 there's you know half a half a mile. You'll be making a right hand turn. Start getting into your right hand lane. Yes, and actually, I, I didn't mention, I'm glad you said about the right-hand lane because there's lane guidance in this. It will actually say, uh, when it does voice-guided directions, it'll say, like, use the right lane to take the exit or something. It will actually tell you that. Yes, and, and sighted people, you know, they're so visually looking, you know, uh, they're bombarded with a lot of information. And so if we can help them out, uh, it really is very helpful. It's just another, it's a coach helping to get you where you want to go. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Matt, are you ready for questions? Yes. Yes, I think I am. And that's mostly what I wanted to share. I'll give one other little tidbit. I, I will admit that I had to look it up. I wanted to see exactly how you did the ETA sharing, and I forgot. I, you know, I did it a while ago with my mom and dad's contact there. And as one of my friends says, I've slept since then. You know, so I, I, need to, uh, I, I need to look that up while we're taking questions because I, I can't seem to. Okay, no problem. Remember, but yeah, yeah. So if you have a question, please raise your hand. You can do so by um, if you are using, if you've called in on a phone using a keypad, it's star nine. If you are using your a smartphone or a tablet, it's in the lower or excuse me, it's in the lower right-hand corner of the phone under more, and then there's a raise hand option. If you are using a PC, it's going to be Alt-A, and if you are on a Mac, it's going to be Command, or I, I lied, it's Alt-Y on a PC, and if you're on a Mac, it is Options-Y. <laughs> so once you start giving these commands, and they just all get confused sometimes. Okay. And um, we're going to go to Wes. There should be something on your screen asking you to unmute. Go ahead. Okay. I'm trying to access the collection features. And how do you bring up these collections? 
So um, the first thing I would suggest doing is if you you may not have I think the favorites one is created by defaults. But what I would definitely do is I would start out by doing a, a, a search for a place. And then when you choose that result, there was an add to button, if you remember hearing that in the demo. And that is going to bring up all the collections that you have and allow you to create a new collection. Because it, it may be that that's not being featured on the map right now, but if you add something to a collection, then those will, will appear. And again, where they were is when you locate the search field, don't double tap on it to open it, but when you locate it, start swiping to the right, and you're going to see things like favorites, collections, recent places. They're all going to be to the right of that. Sometimes they'll even be series suggestions you know, based upon events in your calendar and stuff like that. But definitely, if you're not seeing it to the right of the search field now, I would do what, what I just suggested and try to search for a particular place and then uh, add it to a collection. All right. Thank you for your question, Wes. Um, next question is from Fran. Uh, it, it's Lyle. It's Fran's friend. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, looking at the turn-by-turn uh, -turn directions, um, it usually only gives you the first line, and if you're doing a distant trip of more than, say, 100 miles, how do you get it to go to read past that first line? Okay, that was that list button that we described. So it on, on the iPad and on iPhone, I think it's the same, um, but if you don't see it, let me know, and I, I, I know the alternative way. But if you get the... You have to go into the place where it says directions, but don't actually hit go to start navigating. You're going to swipe to the right in that screen that appears. And, and if you remember for me, it said like eight minutes, 2.0 miles. And if I swiped just to the right of that, there was a button that said details. And if you have your voiceover hints on, it says uh, double tap to view the trip segments or something like that. That is the button that you need to list every step in the navigation directions and then you can literally just swipe left and right through all of the steps so you have to have the hints on all right thank you thank you so much for your question lyle our next question is from edward okay hey matt great seminar this is edward from omaha i have a question so i uh let's say i'm at an, in a new city i'm at a hotel and i want to do some walking around Let's say that I have maybe multiple stops, like uh, the drugstore, a bookstore, and maybe a restaurant. Is there any way that I can actually build a route to where I can add multiple destinations, or do I just have to do them one at a time? I, I have only ever done it as um, one at a time because I just, you know, that just tends to be the way that I do it. But um, there are a couple of things that, you know, I would suggest, which is that. Um, if you were to create a collection, you can uh, save all of the stops in that one collection so that it's oh, easy to find, yeah. keep them okay. together, keep them organized. And the other thing is when you're on that main screen, you know, it can be a little bit overwhelming because there is a lot of stuff there, as Rita was saying, and you're going to see street names and all these other things. But if you do swipe around on that as you get more and more comfortable with Apple Maps. It will show you what is nearby. And so it becomes a bit easier to say, oh, okay, there's this drugstore 
right near me, you know, point two miles away. So I ought to go there first, you know, or what have you. And that's just on the main screen of Apple Maps. Just make sure you turn the tracking on so that it's, you know, current with your current location. The other thing is that's a great opportunity to use an app like Yelp because Yelp is going to show you exactly what is around you and, and not necessarily put all those other street names and stuff into the mix too. So, uh, you know, it's again, a good case for having that app to jump into if you need to. Matt, uh, Matt when you're, um, I've got a, a, a response on the previous question also in a, when you're done here. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Related to when you're on your phone, okay, and you find a place and you, uh, um, instead of hitting the go button, okay, like I, I picked out like here I've got this Boogie's restaurant is near me. I found a place near me, okay. So what I do is, let me turn this up. Okay. Four minutes. Zero point seven miles. And center street. Card controller. Pass screen. Okay. I'm on the card controller, which is this map at the top of my screen. I'm going to touch near the middle of my screen. Quest diagnostics. Oops. Sorry, that was me. Four minutes. Sorry about that. Quest diagnostics. Okay. Four minutes. Zero points. Go. Okay. I have. There's a go. Okay. You don't want to, if you want the the directions in a list format. Go back to in, to the left of the go is it says four minutes. Zero point seven miles and Center Street. Okay, four minutes fastest route. Okay, I'm gonna double tap that. Okay, restaurant and bar heading. Okay, and then it says to Boogie's restaurant and bar. I'm gonna do a two finger flick down. To Boogie's restaurant and bar heading done button my location two hundred feet turn right onto E Perry Street six hundred feet turn right onto Center Street zero point four miles turn right onto the Dalabin DR. 0.2 miles. Turn right into the parking lot. Okay, so it's going it, to, it gives me step-by-step directions. So say if I wanted, you know, I had a 300-mile trip, it would go, you know, go 200 miles on this highway, go 10 miles on this highway, and it gives you these directions. So where you want is to the left of the go where it actually tells you the time of how long it's going to take to get the double tap on that. So that, that list button, or that details button, rather, only appears on the iPad, and that's what I kind of thought. Yeah. Yeah. Cliff, we're hearing a lot of feedback from your mic. All right. So, all right. So our next question actually is from Kathy. Uh, I think you might have answered it, which w- my question was, you can review the trip before you take it. And that sounds like just what you explained. Correct. You put right. the address in the address bar okay or you know however you want to find it okay and then on your iphone because your screen is smaller to the left of the go is the actual time it will take you know three hours ten minutes whatever it'll and double tap on that and it gives you a list view of each step okay perfect thank you all right thank you kathy and then um this here before because this is really the only other thing i I needed to share, but then we'll take some more questions. Just before I take some more questions, I I did find that share ETA thing. It actually does appear in the driving or in the navigation screen. When you start navigation, the share ETA button is near the bottom. It seems to disappear after a moment or two, which I, I assume, and I didn't play with it too much now, but I think in, in, if my memory serves me correctly, it's the, that card controller being minimized. I think you have to expand it or 
double tap where it says to show the controls because some of the controls get hidden because you are navigating, you know. So in order to keep the screen as distraction free as possible, some of that stuff gets hidden and you can double tap to reveal it again. But there is definitely a share ETA button there. I, I went online and, you know, did a, I had a, actually saved in my bookmarks. I reread the article real quick while we were taking questions. And then I confirmed it for myself by trying it in Apple Maps, which is why you heard the voice that I <laughs> apologized for a minute ago telling me how to navigate. But it was, you know, it, I wanted to see that. And it definitely is there. Um, so just do it quickly or, or double tap again to, to show those trip options. All right. Thank you. Are you ready for some more questions? All right, Matt. There we go. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. So, um, our next question comes from uh, Nanette. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'm hi. From Pennsylvania. And hi, Matt. I just had a question on the ones that you recently view. It seems like once I delete them, they still come back up. Is there a trick to that? Well. <laughs> So you used, did you, where, where it says recently viewed, did you do the clear button or did you just delete them individually? Um, I, it actually is like remove, it's share or remove and I've removed them. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if it would be different if you hit clear, you know, where that clear button is, if, if, if that would make any difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is there may be other reasons that they appear. Um, so in, in other words, because Siri, you know, I always tell people that it's important to remember that Siri is not just the voice that you talk to. She is always working in the background to make relevant suggestions and, uh, you know, based upon your behaviors, based upon different things. So it may be that even though you have removed them from that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, did he drop off again? Yeah, Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Um, Rita, did you have anything you want to add to that question? Um, it might be yes. in the hot seat. Um, <laughs> it, no, no, that's okay. I've, I've found that same thing. When you're on, when you have all these places that you've been and you flick up and you remove and they come right back, I swear there's some kind of gremlin in there that wants to keep all this history. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, but the clear does work. So like if you if you're on a, a you know like you've been somewhere 6 months ago and it comes up you know Denny's restaurant okay or whatever okay and um try to get that clear okay um button and it should and then if if not go into your edit field where it says you know find a place or location double tap on it and then swipe right see if you can get clear in there i i I'm kind of compulsive, so I'm constantly clearing things out, you know, so I don't have that clutter um, unless I purposely right. want to add it to a collection. Right. I'm not sure how I <laughs> got muted. Some some Zoom gremlins today. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I was saying, and I, I don't know that this part was heard because I think I might have been muted at this moment, but I was saying you could try to force quit the app also and relaunch it to see if that makes any difference. All right. Thank you so much for your question, Nanette. Um, our next question, it's either from Howard or Janice. <laughs> so let's see which one hello, of them Matt, we and hello, hello, Rita. This is Howard and Janice Hi. from Springfield. Uh, 
Does Apple Maps integrate with BlindSquare at all? Uh, is there any reason to use BlindSquare versus the Apple Maps? So I have not used BlindSquare. I've heard about it. Rita, do you have any experience with, I don't know that there's any integration between the two. I don't believe that there is, but Rita, is there anything that no. BlindSquare is going to offer here in the U.S. or anywhere that, that Apple Maps would not? I have not used BlindSquare. BlindSquare is endemic for walking, you know, so you can get a, like a street view of, you know, what stores are, you know, in this block kind of thing. So it's more specific for walking or nosing around what's in this, on this street. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a different app than maps. It's kind of a look around, a look around thing. Yes. Right. Right. So Um, not a bad idea probably, but yeah. Right. Okay, but just, I do not think they integrate. I don't No, think I, I don't believe Blind so. Squared, it does with other apps, but not this one. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Our next question is and thank you so much Howard. Our next question is going to be from Jeff. Uh, this is kind of similar to what Howard just said. Um the other day I was walking with a friend of mine. He went into the coffee shop to grab some coffee and I asked Siri where's the nearest coffee shop? And it did not identify the one that I was standing next to. Is that because I was asking something too specific that maps doesn't have the ability to, to have the POIs? Not necessarily. Um, There are a couple of different factors that could cause that kind of thing to happen. Um, One of the things that you may want to do if you um, if you repeatedly try that and it doesn't work. There's a couple of things that you can do and a couple of things you can check. Uh, for one, go into Apple Maps and turn that tracking on to make sure that it knows what really is nearby. Um, a second one is to try to search for that coffee shop by name in Apple Maps or in using Siri to see if it actually appears. And then the third thing to do is when you are uh, when you're there and you can you can use the report an issue feature in Apple Maps, but you can also if you depending on who the person is, you can tell them, you know, sometimes again, Apple Maps gets its data from a lot of different sources. Okay, so they use TomTom, they use Yelp, they they have their own uh aggregation of course that you know that they do as well and they're every once in a while i mean it's rare okay i think apple maps is really really good but you know they're 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 still human and every once in a while something doesn't get um counted that should uh there was a tgi fridays in our home area well i think there still is (laughs) we haven't been there in a while but there's a tgi fridays that had been there for years i mean it had far predated the iPhone. And for the first several years of Apple Maps existence, that TGI Fridays just did not show up. I would search Apple Maps for TGI Fridays and it would give us other ones like an hour away, but not that one. And I couldn't find it by name either. Now, if I searched for the address, it would, you know, it would take me to the address, but it did not know there was a TGI Fridays there. And I actually told the waitress that I said, you know, you are not showing up on Apple Maps. Now, I can't take credit. I don't know that my telling her is the reason, but I will say that the next time I looked a few months later, it was there. So, you know, whatever the reason was, whether somebody realized it and flipped the switch, you know what I mean? But there's a 
couple of things you can try, but it may be that for whatever reason that isn't, you know, the data is not available and they need to, to fix that. So, you know, um, that's probably about the best answer I can give you. I know it's not a perfect answer, but. All right. Thank you for your question, Jeff. Um, <clears throat> we're actually at one of these rare moments during one of these where we have time um, for more questions if people have another one um, right. or people yeah. who have not gone. Um, and then Wes, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let you ask your question. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, how do you change, like to drag someone, how do you change from driving to walking? Uh, so that was, that was near the bottom. Okay, so when you search for a place and yeah. you get the result and then you hit directions, okay, that is going to bring up a screen where you haven't actually started navigating yet, but it's kind of confirming what you want to do. That's the screen where we can list the steps uh, yeah. the trip segments like Rita and I were talking about, all of that stuff. If you keep swiping to the right near the very, very bottom of that screen are your choices. There will typically be three or four choices, driving, walking, transit, and possibly ride sharing or you know whatever it says there if you have that enabled through your settings. And that is where you're going to double tap the one that you want. You can also go into settings and then into maps and you can change the default so that the one you want most often is the one that actually appears when you hit directions. But as you saw, it also is somewhat intelligent. Like when I tried to navigate to the place that I'm already at that says it's only 100 feet away, it did not try to get me to drive there. It, you know, even though driving is my default, it knew better than yeah, I wouldn't drive 100 feet, you know. So, um, yeah, but the, it, the, you're, it precisely answer your question. It's at the bottom of that screen before you hit go. I'm going to go to Zora. Zora, there should be something on your screen asking you to unmute. Yes, during the presentation when you spoke about settings, um, there was a several minute or so where it, it blacked out. Could you just review what you thought was important about settings? Absolutely, sure. Uh, yeah, sorry that happened. I, I don't know what, uh, even though I'm not at my home, I, I know the internet connection here and it's excellent, so I don't know what's going on there, but I do apologize. Um, yeah, I was saying that if you go to the settings app itself and then go to maps, um, some of the things that you can control, one I just mentioned a moment ago to, uh, to the previous gentleman that you can change the default mode of transportation. Okay, so again, you can always change it on the fly, but you can change the default so that if I typically drive or walk or whatever, I can have that be the one that automatically is selected. Uh, when it's reasonable to do so. Again, you saw that, you know, it uses uh, intelligence to figure out when that really doesn't work. But um, the other thing you can do in settings is you can control the volume of the, uh, the navigation voice uh, as well as what happens to background audio like music and so forth whenever you are navigating and being... Okay, I think what we might want to see the avatars switching, uh, All right. as if or you know voiceovers telling. I might have to mute Matt. Okay. Not hearing them. All right, I think I'm going to mute Matt for right now.
That's hilarious. And, and I think what I want to do is, Rita, <laughs> yeah. um, maybe if you could just give us um, how we can get in touch with TTJ Tech and all of that good stuff, okay. and then we'll just bring this to um, sure. bring this to a close. Okay. Strongly suggest that everybody sign up to follow Matt's blog at ttjtech.net. So that'd be www.tttech.net. T T J T E C H dot net. Okay, so and what you do is if if you sign up, if you go there, that's his blog, and you if you're on an iPhone, hit the menu button. But what you're looking for is follow the blog. That's the what you're double tap on that, and then you enter your email address. And then you'll get an email and you need to respond back to that email so it knows you're not a you know, a spam or robot or whatever. And then you'll be getting continuous updates on the ttjtech.net uh, blog, but go to ttjtech.net and sign up for that blog. Cause that's, I always say all roads go there because we try to um, have one place where people can go to uh, funnel, you know, the, the information. And if you've got a question for Matt, you can write there on that that his site ttjtech.net. You can send him an email, okay? And um, and so uh, you can ask him your question there. Um, I know TTJ, uh, the team of us volunteers, um, we are going to be offering some more courses in the fall and spring. We've, we're taking the summer off. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> and um, so, but every Wednesday we have a help session. So if anybody wants to join the help session, if you use an Apple iOS device, uh, whether you've taken the classes or not, feel free to join that. And he gives everybody 10 minutes. Um, so that's on the Zoom uh, platform, and uh, we've got a link for that. Um, let's see. Do you do you have a way to distribute that to your people? Um, yes. Because, okay. Okay. So, so if he um, if he just um, if he maybe just emails uh, community at acb.org, if that link could just be emailed and, may, and maybe it could be put at the bottom of one of our, like at the end of one of our emails that we send out to everybody, like as part okay. of the- Um, and that will be the zoom, um, ID and the password, just like, you know, for what we're doing right now. Okay. okay. And it's every Wednesday at 3 PM Eastern is this help session. And it really is, amazing what people are coming up with in terms of their questions and you can see how people are evolving with their skills with voiceover which is just tremendous it's really neat that's awesome all right rita thank you (laughs) you're welcome Um, tell matt not to worry we handled this (laughs) (laughs) tell him don't worry okay Um, everybody on zoom thank you guys so much for coming and participating and um for listening on acb radio we really appreciate you we do this every friday at three eastern so um i'm sure that matt is going to have an awesome lesson for next week and thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs> bye. Thanks, Rita. <laughs> you sure. <laughs>